was talking to the seminarians before at dinner this evening. We were very impressed with the devotion, with the sheer quantity of people who have prayed the Triduum with us. You have prayed it well. We were amazed at how many people showed up on Holy Thursday to honor the Eucharist, the priesthoods. We were amazed at how many people stayed for adoration. We were amazed at how many people came back for night prayer. The intensity yesterday with which you adored the Holy Cross, I think, touched all of us. The four hours of confessions which I heard yesterday touched me. I was completely wrong tonight. I had told the seminarians that I thought we'd have 140 people. Now, I'm not a good accountant. That's how I ended up as a priest. But this is more than 140 people. So you did well to come tonight. Now I owe the seminarians dinner, I think. So you've made it my first triduum and a very, very good triduum. So I thank you for that. What we did tonight is we walked all the way through salvation history. We began sort of in the darkness, and we relived the exodus with the pillar of smoke and the pillar of fire going before the people. We recall that ancient night when God led his people out of slavery to Egypt, because tonight we recall that through Jesus Christ, God once again led us out of slavery to sin and death. Then, through the various readings, we begin with creation and the first covenant which God made with man. And then it moves through all the arc of salvation history, through the covenant of Abraham, where God begins to enter into relationship with a family, with a group. Then we move through the Exodus, where God enters into a covenantal relationship with a nation. Then we read the prophets, who are foretelling the time when the knowledge of the Lord and his covenant will extend to the ends of the earth. Then we read Ezekiel, when God promises the day in which he will give us a new heart and a new spirit, and finally cleanse us from our sinfulness. And then with the epistle, we read about the death of Christ. And then, of course, his resurrection. Because tonight, we celebrate the empty tomb. Tonight, we celebrate a risen Lord. Because ultimately, it is the risen Lord who proves his divinity by rising from the dead. It was a risen Lord who appeared to the disciples. It was a risen Lord that the disciples then preached to the ends of the earth. It was for this risen Lord that they claimed to have seen and which they would then testify to with their blood in the Colosseum and throughout the world. It is a risen Lord to whom we are joined in baptism and confirmation, and it is a risen Lord whom we receive in the most holy Eucharist. Because he is risen, he is risen indeed. Amen. Alleluia.